Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Anime Brothers Podcast, where two beautiful men go on an adventure together to enjoy the finest things in anime. And it's episode 70, and we're back in person again. So, this is great, because I'm just saying the last two episodes have been distant, and I've felt that. Jesus, like the last... Was it three? I think it was the last three. Oh, shit. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. It's been long enough. Let's just say that. It's been a minute. Yeah, so... Yeah. We're back here with a great episode that I think you were excited for. I'm excited um, for it. I fucked the rest of y'all, but <laughs> I haven't really teased too much of it. Um, but I just I just went through it. But I, I finished all of part three of JoJo's. Yep. Uh, the Stardust Crusaders and the Egypt. I think it's the same thing, but Egypt is the title. Yeah, it's like the second season was like to quest to Egypt, or I don't fucking know what it was. <laughs> There's some things about it, but uh, yeah. So that's what it's going to be today. It's it's JD's Bizarre Adventure Part Two talking about part three of jojo so yes that's going to get confusing i know yeah i think with the title it's just going to be jd's bizarre adventure fuck it stardust crusaders or part three jojo's Stardust yeah, crusaders it's about the part it's not about us we're not the important ones here yeah that is true so but before we get to it before the big old episode 70 rolls in here um have you been doing anything lately when it comes to anime or anything important yeah since the last time we've talked i've actually i watched a lot of seasonals like we had planned on, you know, we we picked our seasonals and we'll, we won't get too much into it. We can't them. spoil it. No, yeah. we got an episode coming probably next week for our sort of seasonal, but we both picked our shows. And, and this wa- time it'll be a little bit more than we did the last seasonal. Yeah. Because yeah. it's actually new stuff. Yeah, we're doing all new stuff uh, pretty much. Uh, I think we'll touch on maybe one or two continuing, but there's not a lot of continuing. Not for this, this season, season of spring into summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, any, anyway, uh, yeah, I've been watching a lot of seasonals, man. Uh, it's cool. I blew through my last weekend or whatever, my last couple days off before now. Uh, yeah, all, all of it was pretty much just watching. Has it been exhausting or has it been actually good? No, I've actually been like... Had a great time. I've had a really, really good time. Sometimes anime can be, it's like, all right, I have to finish this. I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, you it, feel like it's a job. Yeah, then, it's like most of the, a lot of people can just, casual watchers in Sky can just drop shows after an episode <laughs> and be like, not for me. I'm not committed. Uh, but for us, except, especially with the seasonal, it's like, nah, man, I chose this. If I hate it, like, if, unless it's like bad, bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to watch it, you know? This is the show I wanted to watch. But uh, at least the two that I've already started and have two episodes each of left, I- I'm loving it, dude. It's, it's, it's a good season. I was going to say the seasonals from what I'm saying, uh, from seeing, not saying, uh, have been pretty good. And one of them, I've, it wasn't like a long one, but I completed in two days. I haven't done that since like Promise Neverland, certain shows that were like the Vinland Saga. Yeah. But Vinland Saga was 24 episodes. I went through it fast. But this one, I went through really fast. That's, that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, very good seasonal year. It's like uh, my first day off, I watched 10 episodes of one and played some video games and did some other stuff, but like watched a lot of anime. Yeah. And then my next day off, I'm like, uh, I'm not really quite ready to finish that one. I think it's still at an episode left. So I'm like, all right, try this other show. Busted through 10 episodes of that. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is good. This is really good. I like this. See, I would have concluded, like you said, ah, oh, it's one episode till the end. I'm not going to finish it. I would have finished it. Well, I was already done and yeah. watching for that day. I was like, all right, I've had enough anime. Yeah. Play some, play some games. Maybe just kind of made, I might have been ready for bed. I don't remember. Yeah, I've been playing uh, Mass Effect now. Finally, you getting have, back yep. into it. I'm almost at the end of Mass Effect Three. Oh boy! So I'm almost all done, all three. So <laughs> I have I've spent my quality time with that, but also the anime watching. So sure, this is a very good season. I'm still playing UFC. I just like kicking people in the I'm face. I'm actually proud of you. You normally don't go this long, but it's probably because you're doing Rocket League on the side. 
Not a lot, though. Really? You stop? Mm, yeah, I mean, I'll play for a couple hours here and there. Okay. But um, definitely don't go as hard as I was. It, it dies off pretty quickly. Well, there's a lot. Like, Rocket League's one of those things that if you don't want to, like, practice, you're not going to get good good. Kind of like, like Smash. Yeah, or any kind of competitive yeah, game. Yeah, it's hard to just get pretty good while playing the game. You have to go through and, like, do training and tutorials and, and really master your craft. And I was like, I watched a few YouTube videos and like some tips. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's give that a shot. And then I watched some more advanced tutorials and it's like on the X axis, make sure you turn right, but don't <laughs> come off the Y. I'm like, Jesus, what is happening? We're like, doing I, mathematics now? I, kind of, I understand what the X and the Y axis is. I get all that, but like not what I want out of a video game. Yeah, exactly. I just want to hit ball into net with my fucking car. <laughs> like that's all I want. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That reminds me of... I did a Patreon episode with our buddy Robbie. Yes. Uh, which, unfortunately, if you're not a patron, you won't be able to hear. But I talk about Mass Effect. It just reminded me that the newest game they came out with, Mass Effect Andromeda, was like, hey, in the middle of all this running around, like, aimlessly through this map, and you're probably a little bored because it's repetitive, let's put Sudoku puzzles in it. And I yeah. don't like Sudoku. Any kind of, like, math. and so I don't know how if you know what that is, Sudoku. And no, stuff I like know that. what Sudoku is. I, they, they, and, yeah. it, and the game has it a lot. And it burns you out really quickly. That's just what it is. I'm it's, not here to... I just want to shoot things dude, and... Yeah. I feel that. I feel that so hard. So I love Skyrim. Everybody knows I love oh, Skyrim. Yeah. But there are dungeons in Skyrim in which you have to... Like, Do Legends of Zelda type shit? Kind of. It's, it's really not that bad. All the puzzles are kind of the same. But sometimes I'm just not feeling it. Like there will be like a picture of an eagle, a picture of a snake, and a picture of a bear. <laughs> on a on like different like uh rocks or pedestals throughout yeah. and you have to like turn them and match them up in the correct way like and that they hunt each other or something no oh. no just in like sometimes earlier in the dungeon there would have been like a carving of you know bear snake eagle and, and you now you gotta remember you, yeah, you have to look to at that end. and remember it oftentimes it's like you get certain uh they're like they look like dragon claws but they're keys to these dungeons and you have to open it up in your inventory and look on the back of it and it'll have the sequence that you need to do so it's a pain in the ass and sometimes i just am not there for it like man i'm out here i'm a legitimate serial killer in this game like i kill everybody that i won't get arrested for killing i i don't want to do a puzzle just let me kill the fucking i don't want to do a puzzle. let me kill scary skeleton man behind this door and let me take his clothes <laughs> i just want his armor set yeah i didn't even see i didn't even wear the stupid i crafted my own armor my own, my crafted armor was better than anything I could have found. No shit. Oh yeah, dude. I spent so much time crafting. I've ruined the economy in Skyrim with iron daggers. <laughs> I really did. But yeah, no, I used to just go around and I murdered everybody and took their clothes. It seems like a great time and I still haven't played Skyrim. It's so. honestly super I fun. will get hate for that probably. Yeah, but. if I don't expect you to go back and play Skyrim probably now, not. even though it would be a worthwhile experience. But Elder Scrolls 6, whenever the fuck that comes out, Consider there's that, rumors. Dude. There is rumors. Yeah, they're working on it. I don't know if it's like next gen console after this in another fucking five or six years, but check it out. It, it Elder Scrolls has got the right idea when it comes to a single player RPG. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh well, anything else? No, nothing of late. No, that's okay. that's. I'm an exciting dude, aren't I? <laughs> Yeah, I don't have much else going on, so I said we'll get to the topic at hand about, because this is a long one, because, you know, we got 48 episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and uh, it's 
pretty much your baby. A lot of people enjoy this show a lot. It's the most memed show I've kind of seen in a very long time. So uh, we're going to get into JoJo's. Now, let's open up this fucking can of worms. <laughs> let's go. Now, I believe, because I got to go way back, because this, this is... um. This is right after the events of part two, where Joseph Joestar is surprised alive and all that stuff. And it ends with uh, Joseph Joestar being, cursing the Japanese. Yeah, cursing the Japanese <laughs> with his like Walkman. Being a mega racist. And, and he's, he's an old man now. I don't know if he's like 60 something. He's actually old. Dude, he's looking great for his age. Yeah, he's in his I age. just want to say that. Yeah, I think he's like 60. He's, yeah, good looking fella. Yeah, he's, he's definitely cool. And this is where I, I've already made it known on some of our previous episodes about like husbandos and whatnot. But I, for some reason, I didn't mind Joseph, and I definitely hated him less as I watched part two. Yeah. But this whole part and, and him being older is when I really started to understand, like, Matt from Otaku saying, like, he loved Joseph when he got older. Mm-hmm. How, uh, he's great. And, and, and as soon as I saw him in part three, I'm like, I'm so glad it's carrying over so I have some kind of attachment from the second part to this part. Because as we all know, in part one, Jonathan didn't make it. Unfortunately. So, yeah, you never really get to see. He's gone pretty quickly. I'm still sad. I'm uh, honestly still sad about yeah, And can I say that it's really fucked up? Uh, spoilers are coming all through this bitch. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're going to get deep This in. is my adventure. I do what I want. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm the main character. I'm the protagonist of the story. I win the battle. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, Dio took fucking Jonathan's body. And yep. he's using it. Basically, he attached his head to his body. And, and it's like, so to see that a most noble kind of guy that I'm not a big fan of, really. I didn't like Jonathan that much. But to see that he kind of went down like he that. He deserved better than this. He deserved better no, than no that. No matter what you thought of Jonathan, he deserved better than this. And even so, I guess Jonathan's body was still fighting him. Like, he, it took a lot to control his body. Yeah. To, to control his body. But the fact that that happened, I was like, fucking A. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but anyway, but the real interesting thing is here, and I don't know if it's a hot take. I don't think you've ever insulted him, but we get to meet Jotaro, who is pretty much going to be the main protagonist of the story next to Joseph. I mean, you could call Jotaro's Joseph. Jotaro's the protagonist yeah. of part three. Like, he is the Jojo. He's the one they refer to as Jojo, you know? Exactly. Okay. So, yeah, Jotaro, when you see him in a prison, uh, and he's definitely meant to be that badass, cool collective, like I'm a Sasuke without the wine type. Yeah, man. Like, this and is the, for some reason, I right. thought I remember you or someone hating on Jotaro that he's hate, not a good character. I fucking and I'm like, hated Jotaro when I first saw him. Like, after that first scene, you know, like, the first scene's badass. You're when right, you meet him and he's in the prison he's and like, then he tries shoot to shoot myself. himself and then the fucking hand catches yep. the bullet, I'm like, yo. Yep. That was actually pretty intense for it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Right right here, right off the bat. The, I wanted to bring up the moments. I talk about the opening parts of Jotaro and the prison. The amount of uh, wow, like, this is how they bring up stands in this fucking show. Like, think about it. Like you said, you have not seen stands all of part no, two. No, you're going through part one and two. I knew like, it was coming. Stand? I knew it was coming. But to know that I had a reaction I did at the beginning opening part of that with, like, Jotaro's reveal mm-hmm. that there's actually stands, magicians read, and them going at it in the prison while people can't see what's going no on no idea it's like things it are going really awry and what then happened? all they see is two people staring at each other oh fucking sweating damn wow it's getting hot in here can you feel the tension i can feel the tension <laughs> so that's what i'm saying it is like and i knew it was coming and it was still a wild moment so that's a that's a very good opening from Dope. the get-go dude so. it gets you hyped and so immediately i'm like i like jotaro but i didn't like jotaro i, I like the, i like when the, he walked in like okay. and his mom's like hi honey how was your day and like, he's like shut up bitch. you bitch okay i'm like wow okay hold the fucking phone now, here you punk ass bitch i and I, this this happened to me though every time i yeah. finished a part 
I, I, at first, I didn't like Jonathan. And then watching his last stand, I'm like, motherfucker, I love you so much. You're such fa- a good dude. You're going to be my favorite JoJo. How are they going to? Because I, you know, everybody thinks like, oh, man, there's hundreds of episodes. We're going to follow Jonathan through this whole thing. Oh, no, 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 not even fucking close. So then I got to Joseph and I'm like, who's this punk ass? He's no Jonathan. Yeah, you. Hate and then I Joseph's my favorite Joe star now. So. At the end of part two, I'm like, I love Joseph. Part three starts, and I'm like, who's this punk-ass Jotaro? <laughs> He's no Joseph Yada, yada. <laughs> then that's when I realized I should really take a break in between parts. That's really going to help me. Because you're just getting worked Because I'm up. just right off of one JoJo, and I'm like, I and want yeah, more then, of that JoJo. Isn't your favorite now Giorno? Giorno's up there, dude. Like, See, that's what I mean. Every single part, you've liked the next one. But even now, like Jotaro, I can't even say like he's a third because he's like tied for second or like one C. Okay, who I is fucking, your favorite though right it, now? It would honestly have to, I think it, if I had to rank them, it would be Joseph, Giorno, Jotaro. So Jotaro is not even second. Jonathan and Josuke. So Josuke is the last, okay. Yeah, and I, I, liked, I liked a lot about Josuke. Maybe it's just because I didn't like part four that much. Josuke is a cool character. I don't, I, I, don't mean to shit on him yeah but yeah dude either um, way joe Turo was I, is great i love joe Turo. i really um, do but yeah like you said it already it's it's basically joseph basically coming up to joe Turo, meeting his grandson because you know you know hey i'm your grandpa mm-hmm. kind of thing and uh, i don't i believe he's coming to help him or something like that he's coming to explain to him that What's going on with yeah. this phenomena? I'm pretty sure he knows because Joseph has a stand. Joseph got his yeah. hermit purple. Hermit purple. It's not great. It's one of the worst ones I've ever seen. I'm like, they did him wrong. No, but I remember there being some sort of, I don't want to say. No, like, when he, when, I'm jumping, but when he fights out like the end, it yeah, actually yeah. comes in handy. Yeah, and like it helped them get to Dio. Like that was super yeah. helpful. It wasn't a battle helpful stand, but I think there was something going on like that in part two, there was like a reference to Joseph being able to have Hermit Purple or something like that. Something that happened in part two dictated his stand. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's a cool stand. But on the surface, it's like, oh boy, Purple Vines. Yeah, and cool. it's, it's, yeah, it can it can detect or find somebody. It, it prints out a Polaroid. Yeah, it's neat. <laughs> <laughs> you got to smash the Polaroid too every time. It's like, <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's a good thing we have unlimited funds from the Speedwagon Foundation. <laughs> and, and, and and let's just say that right now, REO Speedwagon is no longer alive. But Absolute foundation legend, though. is still out there and putting out like Tony Stark-like money for the Josephs. I mean, the Joe Stars. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Dude, um, just absolute baller the Nobody. one good thing about this show is that it complete it continues that everything is connected still through the generations yeah in one way or the other it's not one the same the story other. but it's all like yeah. you said connected. so i do appreciate that um but we get into it and he pretty much tells him about stands you see him kind of yelling at his mother who's a doll holly yeah, holly's just a nice and person. joseph with holly is adorable i, I it reminds me of Maze hughes he's like making sure you know i think he's like rubbing her feet like he's oh yeah he's taking care of his daughter yeah. like dude you're way too good of a dude he's yeah he's a great dad yeah so um it was all that stuff jotro calling his mom a bitch was kind of upsetting but you quickly see that he he kind of gives away he stops that pretty like early on yeah it's the outward <clears throat> he jotaro you find out jotaro is not actually a piece of shit he's just he's edgy man like he's he doesn't edge lord and he was in the military wasn't he his dad was, or was it his dad i think yeah, his dad either was in the military and was gone all the time or and then he died, died in the military yeah I know that's what happened to Joseph's dad. Joseph's dad was in like World War One or some bullshit. Yeah, both like that. their fathers at the time had died in war. Yeah, some some fucking stupid shit. There's never a father Joe Joe star around. It's awful. 
You know, hey, Shonen's. Yep. Um. So basically, what when they find out is that Dio is still alive, and apparently uh, that connection is trying to give a stand to Holly. But since she is not trained or she's not one that she's that not can, nearly strong enough to, it's literally going to kill her over yeah. time. So to be honest, though the plot isn't shitty because it, it keeps with from the beginning of Dio, it's all connected to him. It's basically have to save the mom within a certain amount of time or she dies. Yeah. Bump bump. That's that's the whole premise of this. How uh, this yeah, is. it's not the suit most original. No, thing no, ever, it's. But... I'm just saying it's easy to understand. Yeah. But this is where when I start talking about it, I'm going to... Re- okay, so what I just told you, that's what you find out. This is the goal. We have to take out Dio to save Holly, yeah. Jotaro's mother. 48 episodes later. 48 so episodes I, I, later. I, I want to just make that known because it was like maybe two, three episodes when you finally figure out the whole Dio thing. Yeah. So there's a lot of time in between there where it's like sometimes it dragged. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of bullshit. There was a lot of enemy stand users. Yes, there a was. A lot of enemy stand users. And and the first ones you meet was actually not bad because I even told you I like the start of uh, part three because you start to meet these other characters that aren't apparently evil. They've just been manipulated and... Um, uh, yeah, they got the weird like the weird worms thing. in them. Yeah, yeah flesh thing that Dio that put controls in. them. Yeah, you are you meet your first one, which was Kukyoin. Yep. Uh, which has the um, his stand is the uh, hermit. Her, no, not no, hermit no, no, no. Hierophant green. Hierophant. Yes, Hierophant green. <laughs> it's like a parasite, dude. He's so and it dope. shoots the emerald splash, which is basically just emeralds hitting you in the yeah, face. Twenty meter emerald splash. It is undodgeable, JD. It's undodgeable. If you'll notice, um, throughout the rest of the series, he doesn't hit one fucking person with Emerald Splash after he says it's impossible yeah. to dodge. It's literally uh, <laughs> a little bit of a plot hole there. It's so fucking, I love that shit though. But Kukyoin is the one that, if anyone knows from jo- uh, JoJo's, because I'm the you know the novice here, is the one that is the famous uh, cherry tongue scene, like that. Um, basically redhead type of guy. Very quiet, soft-spoken. I really thought of him as the Kurama, but just less smart. Yeah. Because Kurama definitely gets the edge on people, and Kukyoin a lot of times got knocked down. Yes. Um, but he's a good friend of Jotaro's. You, they technically they become, become like best friends. After he almost kills Jotaro, like, it was kind of interesting that he did like a painting of Jotaro when they first met, slashed the leg on the painting, and then it fucked up Jotaro. Yeah. I was like, yo, what is this type of stand power? Is it going to be paintbrushes? But it was just a, it was a ruse. Yeah, it was just a ruse. So I was like, okay, but that would have been interesting if it was his power. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you meet him. You meet your favorite person, Paul Nariff. Uh, Jean-Pierre Paul Nariff. Oh the guy with God. the longest like hair I've seen for a while. He reminds me of that guy from Tekken, this whatever. St- or Street Fighter. Street Fighter. The guy with the tall blonde, except like twice the hair. <laughs> He's fucking... No, and, and now I, I like Paul Nariff now. I really like Paul Yeah, Nariff you you now. got a little ups- upset with how much he's used in the he's show. He's used a lot. I thought he was just... I wanted... I was into it, man. I wanted to see Star Platinum. I didn't care if it was going to get old. I didn't care about power scaling. I wanted to see Star Platinum beat the ever-living shit out of everybody who just walked by. Anybody yeah. who gave him a dirty look, I wanted to see him get star-fingered through the fucking skull. Unfortunately, I even, you know, that just couldn't have happened. Like, Star Platinum was just too powerful to make interesting fights with some of these stand users. So, Araki yeah, shows him other yeah. characters. Yeah. And Paul Nariff, I'm pretty sure, was his favorite to at least illustrate in part three. Yeah, I think he liked using he the, does the raw pair. Yeah. You know, the uh, he liked uh, his, yeah. his stand. So, But, and... and all more power to him. Rocky's the artist, man. But like when he gets a character he likes to draw, he's gonna draw that character a lot. And you can't like, say anything about none, it. What are you gonna do about it? 
Yeah, because he, he was also being manipulated by Dio. So now Kukyoin, uh Abdal, which is uh, an associate of Joseph Joestar, and uh, uh, Polnareff all are going to be like, all right, let's take down Dio. Yeah. And pretty much what follows is just an endless like adventure of Monster of the Week. Yep. Like one point they're up in a plane and then they, they come down in the plane. And they're like, all right, maybe we can't take planes because we're risking everybody's lives. So also, like, don't never get in a fucking plane with Joseph Joestar. That's three, my guy. That is three I think they planes. make jokes as it goes along. It's like, aren't you the one that's always crashing airplanes or always being It's in the- literally that. It's three goddamn airplanes that this man has crashed. Yeah. Probably not the best idea. No. No. There's, you know, it's like, don't fly over the Bermuda Triangle. Don't get in a plane with Joseph Joestar. I'm surprised the plane he took to uh, Japan survived. Actually, yeah, if you think about it at the time, it, you know. Commercial just... airline, okay. Private plane, no. <laughs> no no privates. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, I, I, we don't, I, I don't even remember every single stand. Some of them I, were really, really I, cool, I told you man. earlier about there was a one where they go up on a ship, and it was an, an orangutan. The battleship and the, the, and the whole <laughs> ship was the stand. Yeah, and that was cool. And I understand why you didn't remember the the um, African American girl on the uh, the girl that was with them for a while. A couple she, was of the, probably, she was only in the first like twelve episodes. Yeah, but she was like basically has no mom or dad. She was like twelve years old, but she was with them through those adventures, getting into like mischief. I do remember that now, but acting it, like a, a boy, but she was really a girl and all that stuff. And then yeah, after like the first part of Star Dust Crusade, she's gone, and you find out that she really really likes Jotaro and is attracted to him. You know, and who he, isn't? You know, yeah. You look at him, and he's just so manly. And to think that man is sixteen at the time—that's—I thought he was. No, 17. he's under age. Oh shit! That's yeah. What I'm that's, saying. And it's like when you look at him, it's like this is where the you know. You know the jo- weirdest part about Jotaro is he gets smaller in every part that that comes. Like the older he gets, the less like manly he gets. Really? Well, the art style gets less buff guy, more kind of uh, so like, fashion we're gonna tone model. it down a little bit. Yeah, it's just it's just how Rocky decided he liked to draw. Like he really likes fashion magazines. He loves Vogue and shit, and the way people pose. That's why uh, the JoJo's and everybody yeah, in and the can series. Can we just talk about JoJo's weird. hat for a minute? Is like, is it to like keep up with his hairline? I, I, you take it off, it, and it's still the same hairline, but you put it back, and the hairline's still yeah, there. Yeah. Nobody knows. But he it's, loves that hat. Exactly. It's <laughs> There are memes where it's like him with his hat off and he's just bald. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's just it, artistic liberties, man. I mean, I like him. As, everyone is pretty much stylish. Like, Abdal is stylish, too. Everybody looks But like, Joseph yeah. just looks like he's Crocodile Dundee. Joseph, he, <laughs> he looks he, like he, Indiana Jones, he, bro. He literally looks like he's about to go find the lost city of Atlantis. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, my God. I, I don't know. He's such a baller, dude. I yeah. love him. Yeah, he he's great. Um, so no, they go through all these adventures. You see the orangutan stand. There was one where it was literally a baby was the ba- a stand, <laughs> and, and it would was go- the only one that knew. Yeah, and it, he would go in your dreams, and like Freddy nightmare shit, like would kill people, and then would kill you in real life. But if you got out of the dream somehow, you didn't remember the dream. So yeah. it was like, what? Well, shit how do you get sometimes these episodes were like man how would you get out That's of this the thing dude and then five minutes before the end of a okay i gotta say something real okay quick. yeah yeah what do you got the end of these shows where all of a sudden the main characters or the protagonists just pull shit out of their ass and, <laughs> and they're like actually i was I, I was ready this whole time or something like that reminds me of 1970s fucking action flicks that i'm watching at work from time to time I love because it. there's always five minutes left of the one hour episode you're like oh my god how is he how is he gonna put this all together how is he gonna get the guy 
And then in the last five minutes, it just, zip, 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 we did it. And you're like, zip, zip, zip. what? And that's how JoJo's is. And it's like, I want to get mad on how they do that. But then it's like, it, it worked. It made sense. It does make sense. But yeah, it always. They got to build suspense, bro. Yeah, there was like a desert yeah. scene where they literally were dying because it just oh, kept dude. increasing the temperature. And the guy was just sitting in the, there was the blind guy who was sitting in the middle of the desert. And there's like, yeah, how, in the a rock. You, how are you going to find this guy? How are you going to find this guy? And it's like looking in the middle of the ocean for one fish. Yeah. That was fucked, man. And then Kukyoin and all of them are just starting to laugh. And, and then Joseph's like, oh, no, they've all gone mad. And I was like, probably. I mean, I, I really don't understand what they're going to do here. And then he was hiding behind a mirror or whatever. Yeah. Or a rock in the desert. Yeah, that I was... think that's what it was. It was like a rock with a mirror on it or something. So every time you looked out, all you'd see was more sand. Exactly. That was crazy. I, I don't know. It, it was just like, so some of them, they definitely grabbed me. But then there were some where I really didn't uh, care about. Um, or it was like, I forgot about it, moved on to the next that's one. The that's why There's I can't so bring them up. so many that I, I have a hard time remembering, like, specific. Like, I can't, if if we played the game, like, pair the stand user with the stand right now yeah. from part three, I'd be, I'd be screwed. There's it, no way I could do any of that. And the first con I, I have to mention is that it's too long of a season. Um, yeah, they shortened, they started to shorten it afterwards, I think, Iraqi, but... In his defense, new power system, a whole bunch no, of possibilities. No, you got to explain it. You he gotta, was having yeah. a lot of fun with it. I, I get it. It's just, um, it's a good thing it didn't go like the Naruto or are these now old day ones where it was like a hundred and something episodes yeah. with filler and all that stuff. Because I feel like J- uh, J- JoJo's, to me, overstays its welcome uh, when it comes to that middle portion. And you even told me about it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It definitely, I wish there was a little more serialization, less episodic going on yeah i mean everything they're doing is working towards a grand goal that is dio but yeah the the whole monster of the week stand user of the week now can i also complain another con because i'm only looking at the cons for right now that's fine you had a hot take about this there's not enough dio in this and you think that it was the right amount i think it was the right amount you're right why, I why bar- you-, you barely you see dio in the dark you see him talking to his minions for maybe less than three minutes until the last yeah. four or five episodes I think if Dio wasn't an already established big bad from he's, part one. Dio has changed quite a bit from the first part to this one. It's like kind of weird. He's almost, well, It's I think it has a lot to do with the he fact got more that power. He, ha- he has Jonathan's body. If you notice too, he had literally, it's spelled the same, but Dio in part one is capital D-I-O. Dio in part three is capital everything. Capital D-O. Dio! Yeah. <laughs> it's It's a... It's to he's a different person. He's he's like he's the same guy, but it's like a different bad guy. And I think yeah. you got to see a lot of him in part one, so you know who Dio is. I think it kind of added to the mystique of like you know he's supposed to have this all uber powerful stand. If you would have seen him like enact the world before the final battle, it wouldn't have hit as hard. You wouldn't have been like oh the world. You, yeah, you wouldn't have been quite as oh fuck. How are they gonna beat? beat this guy what the fuck are they gonna do the polner uh stare troll wouldn't have had any effect but you didn't know what was going on polner didn't know what was going on and in hindsight you're like ha, that's funny <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i you're right ideally there could have been more dio but i personally can't i can't think of any way they could have done it while keeping the magic of like the last eight episodes that they had going on yeah I understand. but if, if the they would have cut out 12 episodes even like 10 episodes of this anime what i what i did like is that they used jonathan's body as like why dio survived and that 
by the end you realize it's like yeah why are you hiding this whole fucking time you want to beat him so bad you're all big and bad but you won't get out and you yeah. realize that he's his body is that body of jonathan's is still rejecting dio yeah so he can't fully heal like a vampire or use his full capabilities so he doesn't want to fight him till he's at pretty much immortal yeah like dio so it makes sense now at first i was like all right you're just sitting in the dark hiding and all that stuff but you're kind of doing what every bad guy but he's doing it for a reason because he wants to make sure he wins yeah and at this point dio knows he's like what's it did they have like what three months or some bullshit to find him no like 60 days okay so yeah 60 days so two months in the two months that they have to find him like dio knows that he's almost fully assimilated with jonathan's body and he pretty much plans out like everywhere they're gonna stop and sending every minion to every location oh yeah he's super duper calculated like super big bad but he was also and you find this out through later parts but he had been around i mean christ so jonathan died in 1890 something yeah, that's so okay. Long. So Jesus Christ. So Dio would have had to have at least gotten out and attached to his body within while what, he was in the in, water in eighteen ninety yeah. something. So Dio has been living for eighty years, ninety years, almost a hundred. Trying to assimilate, taking time to assimilate with Jonathan's body. He might not have been fighting. He might not have been causing Dio havoc. But the man was living a life. This is where his influence in parts um, four, five, and six come in. They're going to have influence into four Dio or five. Dio influences all of, at least the first six parts of JoJo. And then there's a whole universe changeover. It's a whole fucking thing. This is why he won our last challenge. Literally, dude. It's You find out, like, the, the, bad, the baddie in part six is like a disciple of fucking Dio. Because Dio went around for a little while before he went and tried to kill Jotaro and everybody teaching philosophy for christ's sake i yeah, know he had a cult following like people loved him like yeah. vanilla ice that boy loves him that's the thing like dio <laughs> vanilla he, didn't, ice. he didn't just all of a sudden amass all these people who were like yes lord dio i will fight and kill for no, you for a hundred years he for was a hundred years motherfucker had been going around and convincing people that what he was doing was right so much so that like i said an entire the big bad of part six is dio's like fucking adopted child slash lover it's a whole fucking thing <laughs> i can't wait to see it i know the details and i really want to see like how it how it plays out but the man is out here doing multi-level attack on titan plot shit just all by himself he's like nah man we don't need a whole government to subjugate some people i'm just gonna do my thing i'm gonna play every side of the fucking coin right he had a kid he had giorno oh. he just went out and had sex with some pl- he probably has more kids Oh boy! But Jorno is the man's cool a one. living legend. That's the thing, dude. Like Dio's, he did it all, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Worldwide. Well, I I want to say uh, because we're pretty much at the midpoint. Because like I said, I can't break down every single episode because most no. of it was battling a stand. I do want to talk and, about some of the fun stands, though. Yeah, um, because there there was ones where Polnareff was involved a lot more than everyone else. I think else's. this was a Polnareff fight, but um, was it the Hanged Man that could go from? Yeah, reflections, like mirror reflections, and, and and that's where Abdal dies the first time. He d- and, dies. Yeah, <laughs> dies. Quote, and I was even upset because I'm like, dude, he barely got to do anything, and he's already killed off. And yeah, you, and you were like, yeah, yeah. I was saying this off mic, but JD, uh, when he was watching it at the time, he's like, man, they did Abdal dirty. He fucking got like no fights, and now he's dead. And I was like, yeah, definitely dead. 
Uh huh. <laughs> and then he acts like his dad or an older gentleman. And then Paul Norris like that was a sick joke because he was like, yeah, that was me just acting like someone else. It's like, why would you do yeah. that? Is and this- then fucking Avdol's back, and everybody's like, yay! And then five episodes or something later, it's like, no. It was more. It was more like fourteen, twelve. But still, but yeah. And I have something to say <laughs> he about fucking that. Too. <laughs> Let's just kill him twice. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. I thought I was sad the first time. I, didn't I got know more sadness, sadness was. Second. Yeah, that whole. Oh um, man. <laughs> no, but yeah, that fight was uh, actually a pretty good one because it was interesting, and he's the two right-handed man, right? Because that was Paul Nerov's like biggest opponent he wanted to face. I think that was the guy. Yeah, because he was working with a uh, whole whole horse. Horse hole or whole, whole horse? horse? Yeah, dude. the one that shoots with a gun. His, his stand is a gun. <laughs> his stand is a gun, and you think he's such a badass that you realize he's only good because he's with everyone else helping him out. And he's got a fucking gun. And he's got <laughs> like, a gun. He can that's just shoot a stand. People. Yeah, he shoots Abdal in the in the head, and it's like, oh, it turns out he's alive though. So hey, yeah. But I liked the hangman a lot. I don't remember what the guy's stand was. Uh, necessarily, it, it might have even been like sticky guy. But remember the guy who was an asshole to Jotaro. Yeah, the one like, that was talking shit all the time. Like he and... had Joe, to, whatever he had. Oh yeah, that was um. Oh my god, I I told you in the last episode. Wasn't wasn't because it, it was like a, a band little, name. It was like a little parasite guy, wasn't it? Like no, that's his... for that was against Joseph. Yeah, Joseph, you're right. No. Joseph went again because it was in his hand, and it was con- uh, fucking up his uh, prosthetics, so and he was like, "Oh my the, god." The guy I'm thinking of is the guy who like made Jotaro like lean over and he used Jotaro as a bridge. And yes. He was like, yeah. This is the one I'm talking about. Uh, he he has a name of a band. That's okay, his yeah. name, actually. Well, that wasn't Steely Dan, was it? Steely Dan! Was that, that is Steely it! Dan? That's Steely Dan! Dude, when Jotaro finally, like... He's got, like, are you gonna punch yeah, me with the order? when he finally got clear, yes, 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 yes. Oh, man, that is, I think, the second longest stand cry punch in, like, the manga. No, I, I was got to be honest. He was pissing me off too. Oh, no, 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 no! Just like three minutes of auras. It, it, now I will put out the complaint that I really, w- I know it's supposed to be because the protagonists are good people, but like they never kill anybody. Everyone's like just out of commission or in the hospital. Yeah. Yet these other ones, the bad guys, are trying to kill the protagonist. Me, my heart, I'm just like, dude, I'd, I'd aura aura the shit until their brain smashed in. I feel, but well, they, he holds back, and I honestly, like, it should have the, sh- the yeah. punches that Star Platinum's throwing should kill a man. Yeah, one shot done, dude. But, but who, maybe it's to make you feel better. Again, there's a reason why JoJo's got taken out of Shonen Jump and yeah, put yeah, into yeah. like, yeah, the the adult Shonen. And, magazine I, and or no matter whatever. if it was Crunchyroll or, or uh, Netflix, it kept blacking out like gruesome, gruesome parts. And you act like you you never. I had didn't that even problem. notice it, I, but I did. Like when I, I saw like these new... dogs getting like ripped apart or something, it's like if you look down the center of the image that's drawn, it's all blacked out. You can see the blood spots, but you can't see like organs or anything because it's all blacked out. Hmm. And that's yeah, where. I don't know. Dude, I've watched Game of Thrones. I've watched Castlevania, which shows everything happening, like the intestines coming out, eyes popping. I, I'm fine with. It. I've watched Berserk. Okay, just, just. I've get seen the eclipse. Yeah, I've seen the <laughs> eclipse, and yet I don't know why it had to black out things. It had to black out when Jotaro was smoking a cigarette. That's it's like weird. everyone else smokes a cigarette, I but feel Jotaro like that's a can't. New thing, because remember, I watched. The first time I watched part three was like 2018. It's when he's going against the like, poker guy, Darby. Dude. And okay. He, we're going to get into like that. See that. And we're going to get into the fucking last That's where things chunk. change. Because the Darby fights are when it gets. I know I'm having it. good moments talking about certain fights. I'm not going to lie to you. The length was so long. I did not enjoy the first part compared I to I feel the you, end. dude. I feel. Uh, I, 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 that's why I've said it's a hot take. And I don't advocate for this. But if you had a gun to your head and you had to skip one part of JoJo's, like one season or one chunk or whatever. The first half of part three. 
Yeah, you, you want to watch like the two episodes, get the idea, just, stand, yeah, seeing Jotro or whatever. Literally, just learn all the characters in the fucking thing. Maybe five episodes then. But yeah. the, the episode where Avdol dies first, the episode where <laughs> Avdol dies second, and then the last like 12 episodes, and that's it. That's all you need. I, I, that's what I I'm trying to say. This that. is like a waste of time. I feel you. I feel you. And some people are going to be like, no, I've seen 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10s. I don't see it. I mean... It's got a lot of good things going for it. It's a lot more in-depth about scenarios and how someone got out of something instead of just ass-pulling. But the problem is they just keep it going for too long and overstays its welcome. I get um, that. I, I really do. But it was very My rating is very much carried by the amazingness of the second part of yeah. the last half of the second season. Yeah. Because you're I've said it before that it does fucking drag, man. Like There's just a lot of like, okay... We're doing this again. It's a neat power, but if it's not an overwhelmingly cool power, then you're just like, ah, not into it. Yeah. Some funny moments sprinkled out here and there, but you get the good, bad with the good, you know? Yeah. And, and we'll get over the halfway point now to get to the parts that get really interesting is that Iggy shows up. Iggy. Iggy the Fool. Um, Iggy the Fool is, a, I think, a Boston Terrier dog. He is a Boston Terrier. He's supposed to be a, he, they, they make him a little bit different looking. He's, he's just a weird a, looking dog. I think the creator wanted to do it that way. But uh, he's just a dog that likes to eat chocolate, kind of cares about himself, especially at the beginning. He loves coffee gum. He loves coffee, coffee gum, gum, and he loves farting on Paul Neriff's face. He hates Paul Neriff. He hates him. <laughs> um, that being said, he was like one of my... I, I didn't I like dogs, but I was like I thought I, I don't, he was dumb at first too. Yeah, man. he's stupid. And then there was times where like they were all fighting, and he would like go do his thing, and then he'd see him like dying, and he's like ah, and he'd leave. <laughs> he'd literally walk kinda, away. I'm like, dude, you're such an asshole. I know it's kind of funny. <laughs> but as more and more as we got to the ending of this, and more like stands were happening, and I got to kind of like meet. Get to know Iggy, dude. He became one of my favorite characters. The fight with Iggy and Horace was when he really, oh my God. when it really turned and it's around for me. But you know, yeah. Uh, and either way, but like that fight with the Horace was the yeah. The that hawk. was like near the end where finally they get into Cairo, yeah, which they're is into in Cairo, Egypt. and Horace is like the fucking the outer perimeter stand. You anyone that crossed the gate, you would kill. So like two dogs get fucking fucked up. Yeah, like I said, he ice powers, creator dude. loves to kill dogs. Yeah. It's a little bit unsettling for me, but I get it. It it's, really puts emotions in it, you. Yeah, it gives you something. And then, you know, the, the horse was going to kill a little kid, and Iggy was, like, going to walk away. And I was gonna not going to lie. If, if Iggy was going to fully walk away and not help the kid, I was going to hate the character for the rest of it. Yeah. It's like, there's no reason. And then he shows up, and he does it, and I then became in love with Iggy. I love this dog. And hearing what he sounds like in his head. Oh, that's you right. Finally you get under- the inner monologue. Yeah, I forgot finally, about that. You never had any inner <laughs> monologue, and it's actually hearing the weird like animal noise he made didn't work with me knowing he had a stand. Yeah. But then finally hearing him like when he's fighting Horace, like, all right, I'm going to go this way. He won't catch me then. And blah, blah, blah. He's like talking to himself, and he has such a high-pitched voice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I then, yeah, I really enjoyed the Horace and uh, Iggy fight. It was really incredible. I mean, damn, Iggy lost a damn paw. Like, it got, like, ripped off because yeah. of the frozen attack that Horace could do. And he was pretty, it's funny, because you think in the middle of Egypt, the fool would be the perfect stand, but just outclassed by uh Almost everything. Every, anyone can just hit the sand, and then the fool just gets dissipated. Yeah. It's kind of shitty. Yeah. He made but, it work, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I guess I jumped a little bit there, but basically, as they get to Egypt, it's like now they're like saying that there's a bunch of Egypt-like god stands that are in the way, and 
they were okay. I know Anubis was pretty cool. I liked because... Anubis. I thought that was the real turning point for when I got back interested in part three of JoJo's. It was, was Anubis. Anubis. It was like, all right, this is what I like. Whoever touches the blade immediately becomes stand, but no actual user. Yeah, I'm and they go blood crazy and they just want to kill. Yeah, the stand is the user. Like that was completely new. I was I was down. And it was one of those, how are they going to beat this? It had a two-part episode, so it wasn't just Yeah, they didn't do many two-parts in the first part. You no. Know, they finally added two-parters to everything, yep. meaning it's longer battles or yeah, longer Yeah, it makes it feel a little less episodic. It makes it, it you can flesh out the, the battle and doesn't have to be just, ha-ha, I fooled you. Ha-ha, you fooled me. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you can move on with that. But it's crazy because it just shows what Araki's probably helped push other animes or mangas being made. Because that whole Anubis idea with the weapon is exactly the whole entire premise of essentially Sword Guy, the animation, the one I dropped, where there are like demon-possessed weapons that once you grab it, you become like blood-curdling, angry, wanting to kill things. He probably just finished part three and was like, I know what I'm going to (laughs) write. Well, no, maybe Sword Guy came after. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. The the Sword Guy mangaka was like, I know what I'm going to (laughs) do. Yeah. And because I immediately got those vibes, but it was cool. They started adding a little bit more. Like there was this girl that made, um, who was it? It was Joseph and Avdol, like oh, when magnetic they stuck together. <laughs> oh my god! I have not laughed in a long time when they were doing the humping part. Where literally, yeah. like he got sucked like waist to to, to do his butt and all that stuff, yeah. and they're trying to yank it off. And then he's like, don't worry, all the kids are gone. He looks over to the left, and he's like, oh, my God, they brought their friends. <laughs> and then they're all just saying, like, you need to leave. And they're like, oh, they're so amazed. Abdul was, like, sweating, like, just, just get off me. Oh, dude. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, even through all this, like, stupid bullshit, there was there were some just shining moments. And, that... and usually it involved Joseph. I'm not going to lie to you because he's, was it he's the, a riot. When it was Avdol and Polnareff bonding over pissing down that guy's fucking breath tube? <laughs> he thinks he's hiding in there. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got the thing in there that they're just like one at a time. Taking he's a... got the straw. <laughs> they just both pull down their pants and fucking cross streams. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. They, they have their moments together. Even though Abdol didn't get to fight much and do much on, to me, uh, neither did Kukyoin. It was all Polnareff. That's uh, why I uh, got annoyed. Jotaro like... actually had a lot by the end. He did. He and did. Joseph only had a couple, but they were for ones because he has a weak stand. Yeah. Where he like he had the one that was like the infection parasite in his arm. And that's why and they, he had they to were... like fight it. And yeah. it was strategic because they were going after Joseph because if they kill Joseph, they'll never find Dio. Yeah, so they don't know where he is. It's yeah. like, all right, it actually makes sense to go after the weak guy. It's not just like, hey, let's pick off Yamcha. <laughs> why? I don't know. Why not? <laughs> no, that that's what I mean. And they... A lot of times what I, I do like them explaining because as though I felt like Joseph was wronged with the whole fucking stand, a lot of people really reiterate, you are really intelligent. Like, you're really important to the group, yes. essentially. The way he's street smart and able, yeah. he knows his shit. Like, once so he lost he... all that, like, stupid, dumb, teenager, 20-something-year-old oh, yeah. shit and wasn't gallivanting with a woman, then showing no, up to he, his own No, he funeral. settled down with a woman and he stayed with her for the rest of her life. I mean, he really committed and all that stuff. Well, like, props to him. He didn't? He cheat? Did you just spoil it for like part four? Moving on. <laughs> no, 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 no. I need to know. I thought this man was loyal. Oh, man. There's some dark circles coming out Let's now. Let's just say you that. you tell me they did Suzy Q wrong? I'm just, she, is a, she is a saint. All I'm going to say is that Josuke is, is Joseph's son and is younger than Jotaro. So take that for what you will. Oh, he was putting out kids at 60? 
he did what my grandpa did. <laughs> wow, good on you, Joseph. Uh, man. Apparently, he doesn't. Apparently, he learned to forgive the Japanese. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I don't even. I was talking about Iggy and some of the moments that, that happened where basically they're getting closer and closer to Dio. That's obvious. Uh, and then they're like one last one I'll bring up before we get to the, like when we get to Darby. When you and, get to the uh, it's when you get to the compound. Yeah, but that... before we get to that, I got to bring up the the one like young uh, little kid character that can literally see the future and oh, draws the a Oingo, comic book. Oh, the Oingo Brothers. The Oingo okay. Boingo Brothers. And then when he hung and out that, with Bull Horse. Yes. <laughs> But the episode where his brother is acting as Jotaro. Oh, my God. And yes. he can't eat the orange. And he's trying so hard to get it out of the vehicle and the little, like, hiccups. I was actually laughing at that See, point. I kind of hated that because at in my mindset, I was like, all right, I... I just want to see fights, and this was this like ridiculous slapstick comedy where no matter what they did, I was actually good with it. Maybe everything it's went wrong. But maybe in, it's you're right. I I waited a little while before jumping into the next part. Yeah. So, but in hindsight, I'm thinking like that's that is funny. Yeah. <laughs> that no matter what they did, they still ended up in the shitty position. And then everyone's like, "Well, see, it never came true." And he's like, "Well, it would have because by the end of that episode, Jotaro jo asked for an orange and bites right into it. So if it never would have been touched, or if that guy never would have yeah. tried to act like him, he would have eaten that orange." Yep. It's just funny how it comes down to it. And the same thing happened with the whole horse episode where he thought it was 12 o'clock when he had to shoot the two rounds through a tube and it technically yep. was five minutes slow. So he did it at 1155 <laughs> and that's why it came around and hit whole horse in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so I do enjoy that, that this is well thought out shit. Sometimes, yeah, if you've watched like all 48 episodes straight, you're probably like, yo, this needs to stop. Yeah. We need to get to Dio. And that's when we do finally get to deal. We get to the the compound, but right before the compound, they have to find out where it is. So they have a poker match with this so, guy named Dodby. So essentially what you do is you walk into, uh, imagine you're playing Red Dead Redemption 2. You <laughs> walk into the like saloon in Saint-Denis and you sit down and play some poker with one of these guys. That's pretty much what this is. Yeah. Um, guy likes to make wagers and basically he can steal your soul through wagering and all that stuff. So first one to jump in is Paul Nariff because, you know, you little dumb dumb. Oh, Paul Nariff? I forgot about Paul Nariff giving yeah, a he, shot. Yeah, because also this guy, Darby, the reason why he's so good is he already, like, pre-planned putting, like, oh yeah, things around him to already help benefit, like, for them to show up. Like, everyone in the bar by the end, you said, is working for him. Yeah, he's a master of sleight of hand. So basically, yeah, he looks like it's nonchalant, but he's like, yeah, do you think that cat's going to grab this piece of fish or the other piece? And Paul Nariff's like... Hell, I'll say the right piece of fish because he thinks that one's bigger than that one. Makes sense. But he didn't think too hard into it because already Darby said he put that cat there. That's his own cat. And basically the cat grabbed the other one, took his soul. So slowly but surely Darby's yeah. starting to grab everyone's soul. And then Joseph decides to come into it with the whole beer like glass trick where you oh, add the coins. Yeah, water displacement. I enjoyed that episode. Dude. I, I mean, everything about the, the most, poker scene. Sit, think about it, though. The, I hear. I want you to watch an anime, and it's uh, about these two guys who slowly put coins into a whiskey glass, and the first one to make it overflow loses. I'm not going to Why the fuck would I watch? That's the dumbest premise I've ever hey. heard. And then JoJo's does it, and it's like... This is the best thing I've ever seen. Well, it's it's yo like I said, I'm I'm not I wasn't a big fan of Paul Nariff, but With, seeing him lose yeah. his soul and then instead of Jotaro or something like it's that, Joseph. First, Joseph sits down, you know he's done that sly shit as a child. Yeah, basically, it's his game. And bro. he puts it down and he means like, We're gonna play my game. I'm Let's, like, yo, Joseph, tell him what you're gonna do to that's him. That's what I'm talking about. I was bro. getting hyped, and then immediately Darby comes in though with that sauce because he drops like five coins from the get go. 
And while he was looking at the glass to inspect it, he put a little bit of dab of chocolate that he had on his yeah. hand underneath it. So it was a thick thing of chocolate, so it leaned slightly. And then it would melt. And then he moved, so the sun was slowly melting it so that it dropped. And that little bit made it so he could add one more coin than Joseph. Yep. Getting Joseph the upper hand. And it's Dude. like, you didn't think that would happen. I'm like, oh, my shit, And Lord. again, it's all just dudes putting coin in a whiskey glass. And we're like, oh, my God, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like everything changed. Like I'm not gonna, just the scene of like the three episodes or two episodes of the poker. I gave that one almost a ten out of ten, a nine out of ten. I was, dude. I was heavily involved in that episode. Like the next Darby fight was fine. It was great, but not as good as the poker one. I, I, I know people and even then, talk about the bro. Poker. And then Joe Turo steps in. Yeah, then Joe Turo. Joseph loses. Biggest bluff in all of history. That's the thing. You're like, how is Joe Turo gonna do this? And you realize because this he at doesn't this know point, what he's doing. At this point, every Joe. He Araki was pretty strict that every JoJo has to have like one intangible trait about them that makes them different from other people. Jonathan, it was the harder his adversity he had to face, yeah. the better he got. Like the harder, the higher the, the basic shown in that you had to persevere. Yes. Yeah. Joseph was obviously this ridiculously <laughs> outsmarted. Like he, his sleight of hand. His battle mind, like his, he was a tactician. At the time, because he got beat by Darby. But still, even then, to be able to go up against Darby like that, he he was, he was just barely bested. But still, you know, I and I next you're gonna say like he he was that kind of. And by the way, when they redid that in part three where he was beating opponents, he's like, and now you're gonna say, and it's like, oh, I do miss that. Felt so good. See, I hated on him, and then you know. But Jotaro, his intangible trait is he yeah. is cool under no matter oh, what. Oh, he didn't even flinch. No matter he didn't what, need glasses. Dude, no, and you notice, like, even in the Dio fight, no matter what the stakes are, man, like, yeah, this he, dude doesn't break His grandpa sweat. gets stabbed, and he's just sitting there like, I'm gonna beat your ass. And I'm like, Jotaro, you, 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 you all good? No emotions? Right? Just, like, I, and I historically don't like characters who, like, Levi, for example. Is yeah, they don't show emotion, very, but now you can appreciate him, though. Yeah, really. now, I, I, I do, but, like, Jojo's made it a point to be like, and this is what's special about Jotaro. And I'm like, you're fucking right. Yeah, he, d- he does not waver. Yeah, he basically gets all the cars, uh, cards served to him. They pull a little boy up in a mountain playing ball that you think doesn't have- Because they're just playing five-hand poker, right? Yeah, five-hand poker, and you think this kid's not even involved with Darby. He's even involved. He's basically making sure that Jotaro's going to get shit cards. Yep. He literally says it in his monologue. The kid's like, oh, don't worry, Darby. I made sure- but Dar- I mean, Jotaro doesn't even look at his cards and bets everything. He bets Kukyoin, who's still in the hospital because he was damaged in one of the stand attacks. He puts up Holly, his own mother. He just keeps betting, not looking at it. And Darby's like, you would not do that and all that stuff. What do you have that I don't know? He's like, nothing. nothing. Don't worry just, about just it. Just call or not. And doesn't it- he at one point even say, like, I actually have shit cards? And no. Darby, no, I couldn't remember if that he was He doesn't one say of his anything angles. about his card. He doesn't even want to look at it. He's like, I'm fine. And oh, Abdal right. is he's sweating fine. bullets. Bro, that's right. Joe was like, I'm betting no matter what, dude. Like, he didn't let Abdal see it because he knew he would give it away because he's going to look at his hand. So he just left it on the table. Mm, Nobody right. knows. But Darby was so worried because if he lost, the bet was, you're going to have to tell me where Dio is, meaning he's going to get killed because yep. he knows Dio don't like that shit. So it's just the whole time it's a game of like who's telling the truth. And eventually he got so scared, like he passed out from just being scared and not being able to do anything. He didn't even fold. He just passed out, lost. All the souls came back. That's right, because once a stand user is unconscious, his powers go away. The kid finally checks the cards. It was like shit. It was like it was like a two, a four, an eight, and a six, and a yeah. There was nothing. The best thing he had was like a pair of twos. Like you didn't win with a pair of twos, dude. And the guy just couldn't believe it. But I just was like, wow. 
And that's where, yeah, Jotro is just that that cool motherfucker. That's what I'm saying, man. Like being able to bluff your way out of that. And it's just, ugh. yep. And then uh, we talked fight. about uh, Iggy and Horace fighting out. And they finally get into the compound. And this is where Iggy finally was like, he showed him the compound. He was, he just wanted to go home, do his thing. And yep. he decided now it's personal and we're going to take out. Yeah, Dio. that's the thing. Iggy, he, he looks so like he was committed, pissed, man. He was pissed, he was but like, he got one fucking leg cut like out. At least fix it. He was like stupid ass bird thinking, I'm a fucking dog. I eat birds. And you think you're going to fuck with me? No, 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 son. I don't know who this Dio prick is, but he ain't going to be no more. I just wish he had his other paw because he wouldn't have been so weakened. I feel you. I feel you. But then we get the next Darby fight. Which yeah, is, the next Darby. He's a gamer, bro. The gamer, bro. <laughs> and he acts so like polite. And I'm the, you know, the caretaker here. I'm the and, nice Darby. And all of a sudden, he brings you down to his realm. Basically, Joseph uh, Kukyoin and uh, Jotro. Oh, and by the way, Kukyoin's back. Um, Hey, guys, he's been out for a while. He's in the hospital. We'll oh, that's bring right. He we'll got bring blind- him back for the next six he episodes. He got blinded, almost. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring him back for the next six episodes, and we're going to let him go later. So, anyway, I'll tell you right now, at the end of this, I'm going to say who got screwed in this show. Yeah, we're um, all going to yeah, – deep spoilers. If, you're, if you've come this far, what do you expect? It's, you've gone too far. <laughs> but basically, we, we meet this Darby, and you think he's calm, cool, and collected. And he's more sadistic than his, his uh, what, older brother? Is that his younger brother? The uh, older second brother. Darby is the younger, younger yeah. Darby. He like collects souls, but puts them in puppets and they're still able to respond and react. And he's got like a girl and he's touching her skin. Then he's got yeah, a he's bunch a of serial killers. Absolute creep. Like, yeah. You can tell this guy is a, is a sociopath. Oh yeah. And he has issues and he decides, Hey, I'm going to do the same thing like my brother, but we're going to play video games. And he goes against, um, Kukyoin, and it was a racing game. And you think Kukyoin's going to have the upper hand boost, like boots him off the map and oh surprise bitch i wanted that to happen and got on the other side of the path and won the race beat kukyoin so after that um it was uh jotaro's turn and uh it's when they had to do the uh baseball scene (laughs) i don't know if you remember that one but i i vaguely remember now that you mention it i'm like because both their stands are like the players there was a baseball episode there was a there was a baseball game episode (laughs) yes i remember star platinum pitching now okay every time joe Turo was playing but i like it because he went up to bat he swings and misses before the ball's even thrown then the ball goes by swings again and and he was acting at like he knew how to play he never did he was just being cool about it and joseph's losing his mind he's like you don't even know how to play a video game and after like, two pitches, up, you old bitch. <laughs> after two outs and two pitches, yep. right? And Darby's like, I got him on the ropes now. Jotaro's like, oh, no, it's fine. I, I finally got the game. And it threw Darby for a loop. He's like, wait a minute. I just threw six pitches. How did you figure out the game? And he's six starting pi- to do like, it's like the lady looking up and all the math equations going by like six pitches. <laughs> that gives him 2.6 seconds to calculate the speed and angle of the pitch. <laughs> all of a sudden, he decides to throw it. And what does Jotaro do? Bombs the bitch for a home run. He's like, don't worry. I'm not going to mess up anymore. I'm like, dude, this guy, he just comes out. But then, of course, it was a whole nother beast when he actually had to pitch the ball to the other guy because he yeah, was doing fine, he too. He had to learn the game again. And he was starting to read what he was going to pitch because he could tell if he was going to you know, throw a fastball yeah. or not. And it would do the no, 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 or yes, 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 yes. I love that, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that so much. That did start getting more and more funny and all that stuff because he'd, a- he'd have to ask him a yes or no question, and he'd answer, but e- he-, he did it. He's like a lie detector test. He was able to uh, fake the bitch. That's what I'm saying. Cool under pressure, bro. Like, come on, man. I'd be shitting my pants. I just think about getting pulled over, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. Literally not. Have you been drinking? No, but I did a week ago. I'm sorry, officer. I didn't mean it. No, please, please just take me to jail. I'm so sorry. (laughs) 
anything I should know about? Um, I mean, I smoked weed when I was 14 for the first time. There was I'm this sorry. one time. Never mind. I saw why I was at a party and some people did cocaine at one point, but I didn't do it. I'm sorry. I didn't do it, but I was there. <laughs> like, and you're right, man. Jotaro's just like, you know, is your name Jotaro? No. And it's like the lie detector. No, no, the no, li no. The lie detector saying that it's not his name, but I'm looking at his ID. This but no, but fucked. yeah, nonetheless, he beats the Darby, uh, Jotaro and all that. So he's beaten both Darbies. Yeah. And they get out of there. And it takes like, it seems like forever to go up the mansion to find Dio. Also, I, I do want to say real quick that I do think it's funny. You're right. They brought Kikuyoin back and they were like, haha, come back, Kikuyoin. Yeah, you Here, said Abdul. You want to be the hero this time. You want to be the hero of this fight? Here, you can be the first one to play the video game immediately gets wrecked. Yeah, so when he's playing, like, that's one thing I want to complain. You bring Kikuyoin back and you're like, all right, I'm going to make him be the one that fights the stand. And I get they're more powerful, but it's like, okay, maybe let him have a moment where he wins because. He's not had many. Yeah, maybe Jotaro loses first and then Kikuyoin wins. Yeah, but no, it's just like you tried Kikuyoin. But honestly, like we're just the, glad you're here for the Jotaro moment. Like worth it. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. honest sacrifice. But it was good. But then it gets to Polnareff, Iggy, and Abdal that are basically while they're doing their thing, they're like, all right, we're gonna keep going because yeah. we gotta find Dio. Um, and they, it's funny, it's so much foreshadowing. I knew something was gonna happen. But Abdal's like, no matter what, we gotta take care of ourselves. Don't go back for someone because we need to survive this. Mm -hmm. And what do they get attacked by? But Vanilla Ice, which and is basically Dio's cream. Yeah, <laughs> which is another band if you weren't aware. It's Eric Clapton's band back before he went solo. Uh, yeah. Either way, <laughs> I, I like the Vanilla Ice though. I um, know. But um, yeah, they go against pretty much Dio's right hand man <clears throat> and has like. A stand that's able to make a void that literally just sucks you up and melts you Bro, if, if it goes through you. It's like, it's completely messed up. He can just like suck you. It did you go? I don't know. It's like space and time, and this guy just like rips space. It's it's fucked. Yeah, and, and you're right. And he guess just... what happens? He literally kills Abdal because Abdal pushes both Paulnerov and Iggy out of the way, sensing something's up, but none of like. Iggy didn't detect because the them. fucking the guy is like you said he's a void, but it's an invisible thing. Yeah, no one can it sense just it. Yeah. Takes away any matter that it goes through, and the yeah. guy steps. It's not just like it's there's a stand user and his stands running around doing this. No, this he's guy like it. it gets enveloped by his stand and it just starts rolling around like a psychopath. Yeah, but basically Abdal pushes him out of the way, and all you see left is Abdal's arms because he's basically been vaporized everywhere. Literally, else. like it's I mean, he got black holed for crazy. And then sake. some part of me is like, no, 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 they they already killed him once. I think I think they're not gonna just make it go like that. I think he's probably gonna come out the void. Surprise, bitch! And no, nope. I'm watching the fights and and shit's getting real. Polnareff's trying his best. Iggy's fighting him with the fool. Where's uh Abdal? Oh no! Yeah, they keep mentioning him. Yeah, he's he's dead. They really doubled down on this one, didn't they? <laughs> I was uh, like, okay, um, we got to stop him. And then immediately, um, Iggy is getting beat to fucking shit because he tried to act like Dio, uh, with his uh his fool sand like decoy magic. Yeah. And Vanilla Ice knows about his master, and he don't like it when you in imitate his master. So he starts beating fucking Iggy like a little dog, like. When you yeah. can finally notice that Iggy's a little dog, you can't do much. That's the thing. You get to the stand user. And, and he's when... kicking the shit out. I'm not going to lie to you. That's where I was like, the whole dog beating, abusing thing had reached the peak with me where I'm I've not mad it. at Iraqi, but I'm like- But getting, I've had I'm, enough. <laughs> I've had enough, all right? And I'm yelling. This is where the climax is at the show where I'm starting to be like, if someone doesn't fucking show up and do something about this, 
The poor guy's getting beat down. Iggy does not deserve this. I'm like going all emotional about it. Um, and then Paul Nareff is basically like, you know, this could go three ways. I could get out of this shit. I can get saved like those superhero movies or I could just die. And the episode ends with like the thing, like looking like it's going to wipe him out yep. and envelop him. And I'm like, well, they finally killed Paul Nareff. That's it. Goodbye, Next episode. Friend. Nope. Iggy used the last of his willpower to use the fool to grab him and hold him up in the sand. And then he basically died of like blood loss. Yep. And I, I teared up there for a Dude, moment. Dude, I cried. I, Iggy was uh, Iggy was someone that I swear to God just started liking him in like four episodes. Yeah. And realized that he just wanted to do. But the sacrifice. Oh, God. It's the sacrifice. It's I, like... And I'm not going to lie. I'm selfish. I wanted Paul Nareff to die. Sure. Paul Nareff had Iggy's nothing to live for. Selfish. He lost his sister already. There was literally nothing else for him to live for. And no, Iggy's also a selfish boy, though, man. Like, he yeah, hated but... everybody. And for him at the end to be like, and he cared so much you about You need it. to live. He started thinking about all the guys. And Paul Nareff was like, all the times, you, you know, you were farting on me and doing all this stuff. Yeah. It's like, but really, you know, I cared about you. And, and when Paul Nareff has that kind of realization, I'm pretty sure it was in that moment where he's like, you know, I never thought of you as anything but a stupid dog. Yeah. But a stand is a representation of something's soul. If you have a stand, you, have you a must also have a soul. Yep. And he's like, I'm so, it's almost like I'm so sorry. And it, like, I love you, friend type deal. Like, yeah, you were my friend this whole time. Paul you was just saved an by three people like this show all the time. He was almost on the verge of death so many times. Oh, yeah. There was, a, there was an episode scene where he was like a little child. And oh, this, that's and this right, when woman, they got turned this, into kids. And then this MILF was literally taking care of him. I'm not going to lie. I, if I was Paul Nareff, I would have been <laughs> I'm okay heaven. with this. I was like, oh, my goodness. You're a lollycon. I'm 10. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, yeah, and then her being turned into a fetus, I actually wanted her not to die because she was such a camp person. And the, and the fact that he was like three years old still yeah. taking care of the kid. That was adorable. Baby His stand was, was little, cute. Yeah. Baby Paul Nareff, that was good. But that's what I mean. Every single time, he's the one being saved. And I know that's like probably what a Rocky wanted. Like, he, even the character knew, like, I'm always being the one saved. And yeah, he was. It the, bothered him. He was the most cocky one, and he got humbled time and time again. And it showed throughout Paul yeah. Nareff's development. So I understand it. But yeah, I, I, I just, I wanted him to die and Iggy to live. It was just too much. But then they're like, hey, let's, let's finally bring Dio into this. They, they beat Vanilla Ice because he was a vampire without him knowing. And they open up the... You know, Paul and Ruff opened up the windows. That's and, it. Surprise, bitch. Yep. You need. You literally needed sunlight to defeat Vanilla Ice. There was no way you were doing it otherwise. Yeah, because he kept getting stabbed in the head and shit, and he was still living. Yeah. Um. But you finally meet Dio, and I saw Paul and Ruff on the stairs as he was <laughs> going to meet Dio, and I'm like, okay, so now Paul and Ruff's gonna die because they st still Jotaro and all them haven't showed up. I'm like waiting all day. And then I finally get to see the scene you're talking about where he's basically just having fun with him so and doing the Zawaldo <laughs> to make him go back a step. Every time he thinks he's pro, he's like, if you approach me, you're going to die. He's like, all right, I'm going to do it. And then he'd go backwards. He's like, oh, it looks like you're going backwards, not forward. And he's like. Hey, everybody. It's Earthworm here. I just wanted to let you all know that the audio dropped in this part of the recording for a few minutes. We're not sure exactly what happened, but either way, uh, we missed out on a couple minutes of content, and I wanted to give you all a reason as to why we skipped from the uh, Paul Nerf stair scene to Kikyoin being shot through a goddamn uh, clock tower. So anyway, please enjoy the rest of the episode area around the city to whenever he moved it triggered the emerald splash to hit him and except so, when time stopped except none time of that happened now here's the thing where this did not hit me as hard as it should have probably for you because think about this i already knew about zawaldo because yep. you and countless people it's not something people have been hiding very sure. much 
So a lot of these big surprises didn't give me as much because I already knew it was coming. I just, I saw it my way, but it's also, I know it's coming, so it's not going to hit as much. So I feel like that really did downgrade some of my grades on these things, but it was still a great moment. So seeing all of a sudden Kukuyin getting like launched and he dead. Um, he do- he got donated. After six episodes of seeing him come back and they're like, hey, maybe we'll give you a tiny, tiny little background about him real quick before he dies. Had, Instead yep. of they had giving to make an- you feel sad. Yeah, but they're like, they could have done it in so many parts to kind of get more about Kukuyin because I feel like he was wronged. You want, I don't know if this he was, was a barely used. Character. See, I don't know if this was in the backstory or not, but um, it's definitely like in the manga or whatever. But his parents didn't know that he was going off doing anything dangerous yeah they don't even know he's dead they thought he was doing just a regular school trip and he just was missing and it's like fuck i'm yeah. so sad but Paul right alive and you got nobody i'm sorry i know i understand it's a horrible pic- to say yeah a picture can't hurt you the picture <laughs> the pitch <laughs> so fuck. yeah he takes out kukyoin but at the last minute he realizes that it's basically time he controls so a funny way about it knowing that joseph actually is a pretty clever guy he shoots his last emerald blast at a clock yep. and destroys it. And Dio's like, wow, you're so bad. You can't even hit me. And then Joseph's like, no, no, no. Kukyoin, he's got the most accurate attack all. Literally, never... even though he hasn't hit anybody with it ever. <laughs> it's Emerald Splash. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and so basically, Joseph's like, man, I don't get it. And he's running away from Dio the whole time the, using his the vine. The secret family technique. <laughs> Run away. Yep. And Run Dio's smoky. like Super Saiyan over here flying with his gold aura. It's like he reminded me of a Super Saiyan so fucking much. It's kind of crazy. Oh man, I love when Dio's in the taxi too. He's yeah. just like, and he's yeah. like, he's like, the sidewalk's clear. Take that. Yeah, and I like how the guy chief's trying to get out, and he brings him right back in, and he's like, "I said drive." Yeah. <laughs> he's just... It's the thing, man. Dio can fly, and he's, and like, he's like, "I don't want to take a taxi." Telling the guy just drive on the sidewalk. If you can just run over people, it's oh, fine. Oh, he hits so many people, and the guy's starting to lose his mind. He's like, "Are you going to spare me?" He's like, "No." No. <laughs> And he's like, okay, and he keeps driving. I'm I would saying, like Dio's almost like evil incarnate, just for no good reason. He's just terrible. God. So yeah, the whole chase scene. He finally catches up to Joseph, which you know, using Haman for once and his hermit I know, purple to cover him so, as armor. That I was, was so smart. hyped. I the whole time I'm like, use Haman. These things are vampires. Some of them, and use he really Haman. can't touch it. Yeah. So that was actually interesting. And then here it comes. He sees Jotaro. He's about to let him know, get away because of that. And he uses the world though. And he stabs him right in the goddamn throat with a knife because he realizes he can't touch him. Yeah, and he didn't want him to be able to talk exactly through his dying breath. Here's the thing: knew he was gonna that was gonna happen. Yeah, so didn't catch me off guard. I was like, yeah, I know it's gonna happen. Um, so all of a sudden, it's basically him and Joe Taro, and this is when the, oh, you're approaching me. Yeah, and I can't that- beat the shit out of you without getting any closer. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm so fucking ready for this. I cannot express to you. I thought they were gonna ready. Do more I order, order, back and forth, but it's because Dio's so overpowered that he's able to use the stop time. Yeah, and I found it interesting that Dio is pretty overpowered. Yet whenever he was trying to attack him, and he saw that Jotaro could move just a little bit, even while the world is stopped. He's extra cautious. He jumps back like a dog Super with his ears dude. up like, this is interesting. Yep. Wait a minute. Are you just <laughs> yep. waiting for me to approach you? And then it's like, he still can't get close, even though he's like, I'm pretty sure I have him. I don't know. I got I got to. It's literally PTSD from the Jonathan fight. The, the Joe stars usually have That's the upper the hand on me. That's the fucking thing, man. He's like, John, I thought I killed Jonathan like eight times. I ain't fucking around here. We're taking our sweet ass time with And I this have one. to bring up, this is... <laughs> I almost want to get up and reenact it because this this moment was a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, they get more to the fighting. He hits 
um, Jotaro with like a bunch of daggers. Oh, yes. And Star Platinum could only block so many. Yeah. So a lot of them hit uh, Jotaro, but he had like some books or cushions in some areas, except for the non-vital uh, spots he got hit. And he took a hit down to the ground to act like he was dead. Yes. Got and, Star Platinum holding his heart. Yeah, holding so his heart so he, he won't make a sound. But the funny thing was, Paul Nerf shows up, gets his ass knocked, doesn't take long, that literally Dio yeah. beats him up, and he's about to kill Paul Nerf, and Jotaro decides, I'm going to make another movement real quick. Like, he moved his, like, hand an inch and scratched the ground, and how fast Dio <laughs> like, jumped, <laughs> like, backwards 100 yards onto yeah. a car and just... Dude. And I can't, I can't show you on screen, but he's just staring at Jotaro, like, just looking to see if he moves. He's like... Could have swore I heard a move, but it's that PTSD, it, it, bro. It's that Joe Star thing, it man. Twice He's, I'm like, oh, this boy is not taking any chances. Like if Dio would have just murdered people, that the book, if he would have followed through, been, he would have won. This but is the meme of the giant book next to the little book, Avatar, and then of Avatar if Momo had a gun. <laughs> if Momo Ava, had a gun. It's fucking JoJo's part three, and then JoJo's part three, really tiny. If Dio just killed people, yeah. like if Dio just went around murdering people immediately, but he was fucking terrified. He's like, no. No, hold the fucking phone. I'm not getting not you. You Joe stars aren't gonna pull one over on me again. I've waited a hundred years for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I mean. I I just found that all great because Jojo did his best. As he keeps fighting, you realize he's starting to be able to control time for like two, three seconds yeah. as well, or move in it. But at this point, Dio was at like five, six seconds, so he still had six the seconds edge. is my maximum. Yeah, um, <laughs> me, me too, bro. But out of me nowhere, too. all it took was Jotaro had to collide with Dio once with a fist. All he had to do was get him one time, and he knew he had him to like crack his skull. Yeah, and he did get him on one. But what happened was he didn't realize is that Dio was slowly wanting him to knock him all the way back to where Joseph was laying dead, so he could then take all his blood. To finally become ultimate Dio, basically, if I can oh, call yeah, it that. Yeah. Where all of a Super sudden he's like Dio. taking off the jacket. He's, he's purple haired now. Yeah, but that's only in like the skewed colors. It, it's, yeah, he's it's basically cool. like last half episode, he's basically like, this isn't even my final form. Literally. And now he's able to do, he's like, I could go up to 10, 11 seconds, like the endless possibilities. And yeah, okay, so yeah. you remember Rebi Ra from uh, Shinjuku City? Yes, Rebi Ra. Dude. Does Super Dio not like look exactly like that? Yeah, but Dio's way better. That's I think Dio inspired that. I if I'm you think so. I because I'm. It makes sense. I guess they came out. Part three was starting to be written at eighty seven, but I don't know. I think maybe it's not like inspired, but that's just of the time. Like that was the super big bad was this cool looking like spiky haired slick bat guy. Yeah, it was just I I loved it. I love Super Dio. You're right. It was like all right. This is. Like Super Freezer, like Final Form, Super Saiyan. Yeah, but- I already knew Joseph was dead, but seeing like even Jotaro was like, now you've gone too far because yeah, he basically drained him of everything. It's fucking he, weird, dude. Yeah, I'm tired of you using my family for your body Pretty games. much using Jonathan and now Joseph. It's all coming together. Performance enhancing <clears throat> drugs? I think yes. <laughs> yes, he should be disqualified. Yeah, banned. Banned. And Jotaro, though, fights him and all that. And here comes the big world ruler. Where he decides to like kind of toy with him, saying like, you know, I, again, you know, Dio gets more power, and he's like, he's, I know, he's like, I'll be right back. I'm an asshole. And again. then he comes and brings a Roro, and he tries to slam him, and then like Star Platinum has to punch it to pieces, basically, yep. in like point two seconds, the whole thing happens. And that's, I understand it was supposed to be happening so fast that that's why when he would say one second left or two second, 
but it's like it it definitely took longer than one, that, and yes, it felt it, like an eternity. It used that liberty that anime has, where it's like playing. Yeah, my, one of my cons is like <laughs> anime logic just goes nuts. Oh, yeah. as soon as season Egypt hits, it's it's just. I can accept it, but it's like, man, if you weren't an anime person, you just grab somebody off the street and say, hey, watch this. Don't, They're going to be like, this is stupid. JoJo's is nobody's first anime. It <laughs> should not be anybody's first anime. I'm going to show anime. Devin that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, anyway. So, yeah, basically what happens now, you're going to have to explain to me this ending if you can remember it. Because oh, yeah. I don't know what happened. I, I feel like it was a little ass poly because Jotaro was getting better and better. He kind of like saw a vision of Joseph saying, you have gotten better and I've enjoyed the time with you. We had a fun 60 days. It was days. like him in the clouds or some bullshit. Yeah, and, and I was like, dude, that hit me because like I really do like Joseph now. And and seeing Jotaro, they were really bonding. Even at the beginning, he called him old man. Yep. He didn't like him. Yeah, but they got to connect his grandson and grandpa. Yeah, and that was probably their first time really spending together. Even I don't Susie think they'd Q. ever met yeah, before. Yeah, Susie Q said, you know, this is this is going to be good for them. He, yeah. She believed in them. Um. But basically, yeah, it's like all of a sudden he did like this one punch where he met um, the world, the worldo, and they both punched each other. And then Star Platinum cracked for a second, but then all of the world cracked and blew up, and that killed Dio. I don't. Is it just he was stronger? Like, how did he power up? I don't understand. Was it just a? I think it pulled it from so within. Much, I don't think it was so much a powered up. I think it was that Star Platinum had that power all just Jotaro along. had to I think it was Jotaro finally learned how to access that power because but Dio... it didn't really explain that too much it just no. kept saying he was getting better as he fought Dio I think because but... Dio mentions earlier that you know it took me six months to learn how to stop time for five seconds or whatever and he worked at this craft and he learned how to use his stand so it was less about getting more powerful and just getting better it was like upgrading your your skills in a video game yeah I think that's kind of what happened with Jotaro, but being put in that situation where it was life or death, fight or flight, and you're up against such extraneous odds. The Goku effect. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's like when Goku turned Super Saiyan the first time. It was yeah. always inside of him, but it took that one thing that took Losing a lot him. of them, yeah. Yeah, it took the, the emotional point. strain and the I'm going to die if I don't do this. Um, Jiraiya, when he was trying to get the nine tails out of Naruto yeah. and he threw him down the ravine. Yeah. He's like, the only time you ever do this is when you think you're going to die. Same idea. Jotaro had one, he had two choices, die or f learn full mastery of star platinum. Yeah. And Cause they both collided and then he just won and it, it blew like Dio half. And apart. I think that just went to show that star platinum was the overall more powerful stand. It was kind of, you're right. You can see it as ass poly, but it just... It definitely had the moment, but at this point, from what I saw in the second part with Joseph, where I thought that whole bullshit with the volcano was yeah, just Yeah, if you can kill poly. cars, then nothing is... <laughs> yeah, so I, I did like it better. Like, it had to conclude, and you knew it was going to clue with Dio falling. I mean, that's yeah. how most of these patterns go. That's my one, my one, like, big gripe with JoJo's ending fights. I said it at the end of part They're five. They're not the best. It's not like... It, it's very much comes down to one mastery of a certain thing. And then the fight is over. It's yeah. like once the main character gets to a point where they can defeat the bad guy, they do defeat the bad guy. There's none of this like, oh, the bad guy's holding on. I just have to push a little bit harder. It's like, no, I figured it out. You're fucked, kid. Yeah. But it's really like they do it right. It's it's a billion times better, in my opinion, than like All Might versus One for All oh, or God, whatever yeah. the fuck. I don't even want to hear about my hero. That's what that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's like that what came down to one final punch, and yeah. I don't think it was done well. 
JoJo's comes down to often one final punch, and I think it was okay, through the buildup, it was like, holy fuck. It was right. definitely good. I just would have wanted to see a little bit different than that crack kind of thing. Understandable. But it was fine. Um, the moment is that he finally does it, he wins. Uh, you you know, the death toll is fucking high because pretty much everyone but Paul Nariff is gone. Yeah. Uh, that crew and all that stuff. But what really then hits you is that you find out, which I thought was also asked Polly, but at this point, I don't give a damn. Joseph's alive. <laughs> They did a blood transfusion of what was left of Dio, and basically he acts like he's evil for a second. I like, oh, so, dude, he's like, hey, Joe Toro. I don't know about you, but the emotional roller coaster that I went through. Yeah, because was he did so... that to you in the second part where you thought Joseph is gone and he comes back again. But then you're like, wow, that was the most intense for me at the time, the most intense fight. Oh, I think even two. to now, the most intense I've fight I've seen ever more seen. intense fights, but that's me. I'm not. The stand fights don't get my job. I was into. I like. I like proxy yeah. battles. I like when people are telling other things to fight. I guess. See, but you like that slave mentality. I just do. <laughs> I do, I do oh, not. Man. I like it. Get your hands not dirty. Like you know? It's not like that. Please don't cancel us. <laughs> don't cancel. But no, that is kind of how it is. Pokemon. But a lot of the things you enjoy. I like that you're having battle. something fight I like for that you. Proxy battle shit, Digimon. I get it. But that the most intense fight I had seen. And then you think Joseph is dead, and Joseph was like my my favorite from part two, and he was you're right, he takes on this yeah. fatherly role, and you're like, damn. And then he comes back, and you're like, come on, Dio, will you just die? And then he's like, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. And just, then you're like, I want to laugh and I want to cry, and I'm so confused, and for some reason I'm a little horny. I don't know where that came <laughs> from, but it, you just don't know what to feel, and it's fucking. And then you think like, that is the most Joseph Joestar move. Ever. He He's thought like, it'd be funny. Wow, all my friends just died. Huh. Man, I almost just died. I'm gonna prank this punk ass teenager. <laughs> you fucking don't know what's coming. To him. As soon as Joe Trow was gonna take him out, he's like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm fucking sorry. And so he's asking him questions about it's a like, prank, it's a prank, it's a prank, bro. It's a prank. He's like, only you would know all this stupid information. He's yeah. like, oh yeah. And then yeah, the, you, who wrote the uh, the parody song? I'm fat. <laughs> Weird, Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> only only someone would. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just funny, man. No, I hear you. Know, so useless no, 80s pop trivia. It's, it's just the fact that Joseph came back and it was kind of like really used the rest of the blood from Dio to bring him back and then pump his heart up with, even though he's been brain dead pretty much terminally for like a couple minutes now. Hey, you know. It, but guess what? Anime logic. Like you, like you said, it was probably two episodes that Joseph Joestar was actually dead, but like a minute in real time. <laughs> a minute to me because 10 seconds left. It's, it's just like when Planet Namek blew up. Man, and I have 30 seconds to get off Every this time planet. seeing Dio just go, five seconds left. I could just hear him in like English just yelling how much time's left. He's like, he really thought he was going to win that. So good. I'm so I'm so happy you reminded me of every time Jotaro moved Dio jumping back. Oh, fuck. We got to hold the, on a Because those were the moments where like the humor of me, it's like, it's not like Dio, made, he did make me laugh. It's just knowing... For once, that a bad guy that literally is this cold-hearted, calculated, kills anything. When it comes to the Joe Star, he's he's like a dog, just keeping his ears up at all times. Like, oh, I heard him breathe. Paul Nariff, Paul Nariff, let's fuck with this guy. Joe, fucking Joe Star, no, 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 no. We uh, can I get a sniper? Can I get a marine sniper to take this yeah. guy down? It's kind of adorable in a way how he is. So um. Uh, I'm just going to go over real quickly, again, my pros and cons before sure. I give my final ratings sure. for this, because it's going to be broken up in two parts. Um, like Mal does. Uh, the pros. Main cast is great, and acting is awesome. I loved it all, and I, I know some people said the English dub is fine. 
but already but you don't get I, Daisuke Ono I, I, in I the just, English. Dub. I just don't think you can copy like, especially hearing Joseph Joestar, Adio, everyone. It's just Jotaro. It's like that's what I'm saying. More dude. and more as I heard Yoda Yoda. Yeah, like, Daisuke Ono is a fucking goat, man. Like so, I love anything he does. Uh, Joseph Joestar, hell of main reason I really enjoyed the show next to Jotaro, the two you know big ones and all that. Um, most of the fights feel very unique, even though I can't remember every stand fight. A lot of them, they weren't like the same punch, punch, go. Yep. So that's another pro there. Um, Paul Ruff, baby scene is an A-plus material, and I would wife that bitch. Just got to say that. I I, I adored that ba- bathing scene. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I got to say is it's a proper conclusion all the way from part one to part three, even though, like you said, Dio is going to have effects further on. Yes. It did a very good A to B. I was able to follow that no problem. Yep. Um, really and liked it. So that that's something I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that even though Joe JoJo's does kind of have it, all the parts have something to do with each other. There is very much kind of like Star Wars, how there's trilogies that all make up the saga. So you have just finished what a lot of people talk about is like the it's the Stone Mask trilogy. Everything that happened in parts one through three stemmed from Dio putting on the stone mask. Yeah, being a vampire. The the Aztec, um, the Pillar Man, they were the creators of the stone mask, and then it was finally taken care of Dio. So yeah. the next thing you're going to get into is what's called the Stand Arrow trilogy, if you oh, will. it's all about stands now, Yeah, it's 100%. about part four, five, and six are about that you find out that there's these arrows that if you get stabbed with them, they turn you into a stand. And yeah, so that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, how are their stand users now? Dio's dead. Well, it's these arrows. People are going around being stabbed, getting stands. So the next three parts are all about <clears throat> dealing with the arrows and other stand users and all that. You you learn a lot more about stands. You learn yeah. like their origins and shit. Okay. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Sounds a little weird. It but... it definitely, again, JoJo's has never had the most solid plot in the world. No, no. Uh, but it's it's usually the characters, the designs, and you're you're at, you're there for the aesthetic. You're there for the for what is the weird JoJo's. color shifts all the time. Yeah, you, you're That's not. Where, it's, it's you kinda... you don't want a fucking you don't want some sort of Attack on Titan plot. I mean, you you might want that, but that's not really what you're gonna get from JoJo's. Yep. So yeah. All um, right. So here comes the cons. All right. Uh, I've already said it. Very long season. Too long. Uh, you could cut it to twenty four. Well, the next um, two seasons are only 39 episodes. That's a lot better. Yep. But still, 48, that's only nine less episodes. You can it's cut sti- that down to 24. But it's still nine less. Okay. Um, very little Jotaro action until you get to the Egypt. Truth. Which is, like I said, last eight, ten episodes maybe. Um, kind of disappointing. Um, Monster of the Week overstays the welcome. That's the, the long thing like that. Just overstays the welcome. Very little Dio. I know we've talked about it. I felt like there should have been a little more involvement with Dio. Maybe... That's what's going to happen part four. You can see a lot of his, what he did influenced all these people. I'd like to have seen what he had built. I think that something, you that, know, that's going to be heavy in part six. Like he's definitely, well, that's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. all I want to see is that I feel like they just, you know, you know about him. Okay. Now, you know, he's still alive and you see him at the end and that's, yeah, it. no part six is where you get to find out what yeah. he was up to. Um, anime logic just goes to infinitely high heights in the egypt then like i said where they just start figuring this shit out of nowhere <laughs> i enjoyed some of it but then i'm like oh my god my brain's all for a loop <laughs> uh it, it was a little bit if you're not like you said if you haven't watched quite a bit of animes now and gotten you you're kind of like all right this is just yeah at least like watch five or ten like get get, get your feet wet and the last one i i personally i have to say that though the cast is amazing 
they wasted a lot of characters like Kukyoin and Abdal. Yeah, I can um, agree with that. There were moments like Abdal with Joseph was kind of nice to see how vulnerable and like fucked up they were when they were having to deal with that situation. Kukyoin barely does anything really except for that baby like stand one. I don't remember ones that he was heavily influenced in, but Kukyoin was just never involved. So I, I feel like it was wasted potential. I would have felt even more when he passed or, you know, died if, if he was involved more. Sure. Or saw more of his past. I don't know. Um, but there we go. Uh, that being said, this is the moment you've been waiting for. I'm I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I'm breaking up in two parts here because we got the part one and part two. It is on Malist. Um, if I look at it right now, it's saying just the regular Stardust Crusaders part one is an average score of eight. Sounds about right. That's about eight. Sounds about right. Uh, the first part, though, for me is a seven. Same. It is basically a um, a part two kind of moment yep. where, you know, I was like, it's definitely good, better than the first part, but wow, it stays its welcome. The beginning is cool. The middle gets good, a little Like rough. I said, the, the beginning, I'd give it an eight. It got yeah. my interest, but then not even six, eight episodes in, I'm like, okay, I see it. Then it got like halfway to 24 and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like the really middle chunk, the end in the the end of this season and the beginning of the, the Egypt yeah. season were a little much. Yeah. So then we get to part two. Now, I've been teetering uh, on this one. I got to be honest. I think about the eight. I think there's nine moments. There's there's a 10 moment with a poker and, and, the, and the Dio moment when he's like, oh, 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 someone just moved over there. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't be over here. He may punch me in the face. One shot, I'm down. I'm telling you right now, if I get hit in the face again, like I take, so, I've had a lot of concussions. <laughs> I know what I'm about. <laughs> so I'd like to say just because when we're sitting here talking about it again, the moments did get me hyped and I enjoyed it's just out of the 24 of the second part I legit only like 10 episodes but they were such good episodes I feel you so how do I break that up it's like do I sit because I can't I gotta give my grades like I want to give nine because of the last 10 episodes but those beginnings of the Egypt they weren't doing it for me I would give it a seven eight honestly the way I do it is I just lump all the non-fun Jojo stuff into the the seven season the, the first season, and then I just, in my mind, lump all of the good JoJo stuff in the second season. <laughs> I don't know how that's... So I, that's, I just rate that. like I'm, That's my cutoff point. Everything after the second season was good. Uh, I'll say just because... I'm going to say for now, it could adjust. I'll say seven for the first part, and I will give a nine for the second part. All right. But there's a chance it'll go down to an eight. It's just the fact that I was riding the high of... I enjoyed the cast. Uh, I love Joseph, and the fact that when he comes back to life, I was visibly happy yes <laughs> means you got me to in, into somebody that i was shitting on in the second part so yeah. yep so that that's the conclusion of uh, jd's bizarre adventure for part three of stardust crusaders um part four will be out eventually uh that i'm gonna watch it but we have so much yeah to watch. no rush um but yeah all around it, it's it's a good show i can see why you definitely enjoy this shit like you said you like the proxy battles um, I like the Shona mentality, the fucking bloodiness, the 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 rugged strong dudes going really you know over over the top on yeah, shit yeah. and the funny like expressions and shit. But yeah, there's some things that I'm like I would have loved it more of like Jotro and Dio are just physically fighting than the stands fighting. It's just weird. It's for some reason I I I'm different. I want to see like action between mono e mono, which it was just. Stan's doing it. Yeah, it's definitely different when you see the actual characters just standing there. Yes, it's. I know it's supposed to show you that no one else knows what's going on. Did you imagine watch JoJo's, but you can't see any stands? It's like you're not <laughs> they a They should just user. edit it out and see what happens while they're sitting there, like, crossed arm the whole time. 
And they're getting serious faced at each other, just staring each other down. It's like, oh my God, this is so intense. Oh man, see, that's the thing, man. Like if I had Elon Musk money, if I was that guy, that's that's what I would be investing in. Like, you know- Making stands? Yes, like not like real life stands. Although if that's a possibility, cool. But I would want, I would pay David production however much money I needed to give me an edit of JoJo's without the stands. Just so I can see what normal people saw the whole time. Watch the whole thing. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Hilarious. Well, either way, um, yeah. So hopefully that doesn't... You're probably happy about the second part, but that, that's it for me. Dude, honestly, that's the exact same rating I gave it on Mal. 7 and 9? 7 and 9. Yeah. Okay. Because you're right. Like I, You're I, a little different on part two, I think. I think you gave that a lot higher than I did. Yeah, part... Well, because it lumps them both into one season, I think I ended up giving it a 9 overall. Yeah. But yeah, part two is a 9 for me, without a doubt. Um, yeah, I, I wish... I, I wish there was an easier way because, like, your that was the last ten episodes or whatever. Ten out of ten. No anime, lie, like, oh, it's, it's it's like I said, Kikyoin comes back and then everything just goes to shit. It's it's there's so some, was a little bit with Darby and and, yeah. and Iggy and the Horus and all that stuff, but yeah. But there's some special moments. There's some special parts, arcs, whatever you want to say in anime, um, that are just revered, mostly shown in anime. But like the Dark Tournament's one of them for me. The, yeah. the Chimera Ant arc, though, that was super long. But like this, the the Egyptian Dio's compound mini arc, whatever you want to call it, of JoJo's is just so fucking phenomenal that if that was on its own thing, I'd give that a goddamn 11. It's just, it's great. There you go. But I can't because the monster of the week, all that bullshit before it, it was like, it's, I- a, it's kind of like the reason why I personally don't give Naruto a 10 because they have so many flaws. I'm at, I can't. I, I almost look past those flaws because I love the show so sure, much. Sure, I feel But you. you can't overlook it. So yep. that's kind of where you, you're like, I got to accept that the Monster of the Week got a little hectic. And that's kind of like my yeah. only 10, you know, my 10s are Yu Yu Hakusho, Hunter Hunter, and Gurren Lagann. Yeah. Though there might be certain stuff that's not perfect with them. Some parts might have kind of dragged. I feel like everything in those stories was nice, compact, and might not have necessarily needed to be there, but added something. Yeah. With JoJo's, it was like, all right, do we really need this stand fight? It was fun, but like, goddamn. Yeah. So, yeah. And you fucked over Kakyoin and Abdal. I know. Araki, you hearing me? <laughs> we don't want to see Polnareff anymore. I tell that, tell that Frenchie to go home. I've had enough of Polnareff. I'm actually half French, so I understand him. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, hope you guys enjoyed that episode for sure. I know. I had a lot of, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I brought up all those moments, and I, I'm like I said, I'm thinking about them now, like some of the awesome moments. That's what made me think I got to give it a nine. It, I can remember the important moments that really impacted me. It just happened in the last part. So. <laughs> oh man! So uh, as far as all our other stuff goes, that isn't just strictly listening to podcasts. It's all in the show notes. If you want to uh, hit us up on Discord, Instagram, or Twitter, pl- uh, please feel free. Mm. We would love to hear from you. We have a Patreon if you'd like to uh, support the adventure patreon.com slash anime brothers podcast we release episodes every monday in case you were wondering i know some monday, people have asked monday so start that whole potential work week off right with the uh, with some good anime talk damn right i know that's, that's, that's the only reason i want to is like right bright and early when i hate the world podcast that's, that's that's exactly it man like i listen to podcasts when i'm doing other stuff if i can listen to them while i work cool if i'm driving you know that's so cool. We like, uh, I know our last episode was late because I had a hell of a day on Sunday and I was like, I just completely <laughs> forgot to schedule the episode for release. Oh yeah. We, we had a little late and I was like, wait a minute, this is like, normally release date. It was like, it's it's usually out first goddamn thing on Monday morning. That one was out at a, 
about quarter of nine, but we got you. We got it. We there. got you. But no, uh, yeah, hit us back. Uh, check us out uh, every Monday, and yeah. All right, guys. Well, for uh, for all of us here, JD and Mr. Earthworm. Yes. We will see you for the next episode of the Anime Brothers. Goodbye, everybody.